One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Being satisfied isn't good enough, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. Pete completes the foursome. I was in quite a bad mood until the music started, and now I'm in a jubilant mood. So said, that, is, said, that is the power. Said all our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just? Now, Joey Barton mentioned before Manchester City versus QPR on the weekend that there were one or two bad eggs in the QPR squad. A bit rich. <laughs> Very rich. Um, well, how would you identify a bad egg or eggs in your squad, Jim? Um, well, something I don't think we see enough of these days is um, old school witch hunts. Mm. Um, yeah, like you know, sort of the dunking test, all those different things. So I just, I just do that on my on my squad. And I mean, <laughs> if he floats, he's a he's a bad egg. If he yeah. sinks, he's a right. Back. Absolutely, yeah. And um, <laughs> no, I think being manager of the squad, I'd already know who the bad eggs were. I'd have yeah. had an entire season to work that out by now. <laughs> so I just use it as an excuse to put them all through it. Well, do you think when Joey Barton said that, then Chris Ramsey was like, oh, "You could have let me know." Yeah, I'll line up the gunge tank. <laughs> <laughs> Gunge. Right, Luke, what are you going for? I think what I would do is in the midst of a passionate team talk where mm. I made a lot of concise, really motivational points where I got all the players nodding with me mm. and we go from the first whistle, we work hard for each other, everyone nodding, and we, we pass to our mates and we look after ourselves and we work hard for each other and children should be in the workhouses and if they carried on nodding, mm. you'd know they're a bad egg. Yeah. So basically you drop a horrific political opinion in there yeah. that belongs in Victorian times and if the players that keep nodding, you know they're the bad eggs. Right, they're just nodding away. Flush them out. They're the yes mm. men. Because they're not yeah. actually listening to what you're saying. Well, they're either not listening or they do genuinely believe that. Mm. Either way, they're bad eggs. Correct. Mm. Smoke them out. Mm. Good. Pete. 
I would probably just look at their contracts for each individual player and see if um, Willie Mackay w- at any point was a cross-signatory <laughs> to any of the contracts. Just, uh, just file for bankruptcy, unfortunately, Willie Mackay. Oh, so spare a thought. Good. Right, that's enough. Carry on. Mm. <laughs> or I would maybe uh, get like a really solid player that I know, you know works for me, like, sort of like Clint Hill or something like that, and then get one of my suspected bad eggs and then ask them uh, to the, the same question. Yeah. And one tell, will tell the truth and one will always lie. So then I'll use that test. Good idea. I, forget, I forget how the test works. I'd have to Google it. Just on the Willie Mackay thing, oh, yeah, oh, some yeah. people would suggest that there's a, a link between Harry Redknapp being out of the game and Willie Mackay filing for bankruptcy. Yes, yeah, with that. We couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put them all in boiling water. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. uh, and the first two out are the bad ones. See you, shell comes off. <laughs> Eat them both. <laughs> Whoever cracks first, yeah. soft shell players. <laughs> Only two more minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> We're dying. Yeah. Well. That one time where they would be desperate for the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I uh, I think Luke's got the points. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no bother. Cool. Let's go to the Premier League. It seems like a sensible place to start. Everton lost at home to the mighty Sunderland. That's not sensible, is it? <laughs> no. It wasn't from Everton. What it's a win, very though. very silly decision from Everton to do that. A vital win for Sunderland. It was vital, but um, Everton were a little bit unlucky. And I think even yeah. Dick, Dick Avocat said, oh, we, we weren't really the better tide. Danny Graham scored a peach. Was that his first goal for Sunderland? <laughs> I think it was his very first goal for Sunderland, it wasn't it? Yeah, it was. In, oh, he's been there, what, two years, is it now? Has he? Wow. It's Something been, insane like that. He's not that's, been prolific, put it that way. No. That's two weeks on the trot that Sunderland have carved out uh, lucky results. Bitter. How yeah. is that bitter? We're, they're in exactly the same position as Newcastle. Because you support Newcastle. And that's <laughs> why you're bitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, just... and um, Everton were, were short of a penalty, I thought, as well. Yeah. The one, oh, yeah, when Defoe failed. Uh, yeah. Was it Coleman? Yeah, it was Coleman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a deflection-heavy uh, win. <laughs> <laughs> they, were really, they were really lucky last week mm. as well. I mean, it's, you'd rather have a lucky general than a good one. Yeah. And, and really, Avocat, he's, he's loving it. He's, he's all smiles, <laughs> whatever happens. Yeah. Um, but they were very lucky against Everton. I mean, the thing is, though, it is a case of making your own luck. Bef- beforehand, you know, they, w- they weren't... They weren't having the wayward shots to deflect off of people's limbs. <laughs> that's true, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the thing is, though, I, I don't know if you guys know what I mean when I say this, but this season, Everton have been a team that you can be get lucky against, if you yeah. know what I mean. They've, yeah, not, totally. they've not, they've not, I mean, bar the other result, of course, had a good result against Manchester United, and they've had a few, they went on a bit of a run fairly recently, yeah. but generally, they've not really been at it, and they've not been consistent, they've not been um, any way impressive, yeah. and mm. so that is the sort of result perhaps you would expect to happen at the stadium and lie. It was a bit of a surprise mm. that happened at Goodison, admittedly. It's been a weird season for them, isn't it? Because it's been a season to forget without it being particularly bad. It's mm. just a season of treading water, really. Everton do that from time to time, mm. don't they? They do, don't they? I, I remember, didn't they finish 17th under Moyes once? A few times, I think. But that's the thing. If you're at a club like Everton a with a small times. budget, mm. part of it is going to be occasionally just, just hanging on in there. If they generally punch above their weight, as they so often do, then seasons like this are going to happen. Mm. Did Defoe handball it for the goal? I, I, you know what? Even having seen that at multiple angles, I'm, st- I'm still not actually sure. I didn't see the, the Defoe um, possible handball, and I also didn't see the advocate scarf situation. Is he still wearing one? I don't think he was he wearing one. Okay, right. no. He certainly wasn't wearing one for the post-match. Right. Okay. I can't remember <laughs> up the game itself. But the Defoe goal initially to me looked like it came off his thigh, but you, Marcus, you said it came off his thigh and then his hand. Yeah, oh, that, that's what oh, it looked oh, like. Man. But he also, he, he lifts his hand up, so it's hard to tell whether um, that's in reaction to it hitting him or because he's trying to get it out of the way of the ball. Right, okay. It's interesting, because if it did hit his hand, which I, I think it did, people would say, well, it shouldn't have been a goal then. Mm. But if that's a defender in the box, defending a shot, you'd say, well, it's ball to hand, it's yeah, fine, it shouldn't it, be given. Well, it certainly wasn't deliberate. Well, as far we as, 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 far as I'm aware, the law says a deliberate deliberate handball but it's such a grey area though because that's what you see defenders now putting their hands behind their back when they're trying to yeah. track a fullback well Crystal Palace 
Yeah, which although we, he did lean in. Yeah, that was Scott Down, wasn't it? Yeah. But the the thing with the hands behind the back defending technique, I think, is only really worth doing when you're further away from the defender mm. because if you're very close mm. it not only impinges on your ability to move and yeah. turn yeah. but it also the referee's unlikely to give it I mean this proximity to the ball when it's struck um, does yeah, very much counter mm. into a referee's decision so if you're very close to the defender you're tracking him closely and marking him showing it's him always going to be ball of hand isn't yeah, it yeah you, you don't really need to do that I don't think it's just when you're a bit further away that's that's twice this week though that um, a camera angle hasn't really been conclusive for a lot of people. Like I'd, Neymar scoring in, in midweek, I was going, did he not Meg Neuer or not? Oh, for and I, I, I'm still oh, none the wiser as to whether he got not because they didn't show the right camera angle. Yeah. It does at happen, any point during the Sorry, game. Sorry, I just said all oh, for Barcelona. Obviously, <laughs> Sorry, what I meant to say was in the no. I mean, Neymar had a kickabout in the in the park. That's right. In the league, Neymar and Manuel Neuer in the league two playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Playing cuppies. Knockout doubles. Seven boys. Seven boys. Um, but the thing is, even if... It, the point I'm making there is, even if it did hit Defoe's hand, it's, it still should be allowed. Because yeah, it's it was ball to hand. It, at, yeah, the other I, end, at the other end, you wouldn't give it. I wouldn't couldn't give even... I, could, I haven't seen it a hundred times. No, but you think, no, but it I doesn't even, about that. I'm I couldn't talking even about did, the general point. Well, I couldn't even decide whether it hit his hand or not. So, mm. But if it did, then surely it's a goal. People say, oh, it shouldn't have been given. But actually, if it was a defender, and that was, you wouldn't say that was a penalty. So no, therefore, yeah, no, I agree with you. I yeah, think fair you're point. Right. Yeah, it's a fair point. So it doesn't matter if it is Anna not Pete. And it was Sunderland you know, one. They Punch were one 0 up, and it was in the like yeah. the 89th minute anyway. Again, yeah. Crystal Palace. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there we are. Lovely. Well, well done, Sunderland. Um, yeah. Big Dicks boys, uh, march on to it's, their it's quest got, to safety. I know we're going to talk about a lot of these games, but it must be great for so many teams to be putting runs of wins together. But also really frustrating that they're all doing it. Mm. One yeah. team that, that haven't been winning is Newcastle United but they did get a point Peter. they did how important that goal goodness me yeah. Stop the and rot. what a goal too a great, great finish from Perez Perez is one of those sort of players that um, he's been let down by Newcastle this season <laughs> in that they've just played him like a lone striker and he's not a big lad he got subbed off but, but he'll make a lovely Spurs play next season no yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah. who have Newcastle not let down <laughs> <laughs> apart from the neutrals yeah. I don't feel like they've let me down yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah I think they've provided me with an incredible yeah. service um, I, I feel that when um, was it Perez I think he was subbed off wasn't he mm. and, and Carver went to sort of give him the old uh, well done he didn't really look interested at all I no I mean I, would you take a compliment from that man well, well, what the hell do you know about anything he's the best coach in the Premier League <laughs> he's, effect- <laughs> he's effectively their boss yeah you know yeah he won't be next season so it's fucked no, well, that's yeah. true yeah, yeah. Um, I, when I was watching the highlights of Match of the Day um, which I was Hang on, definitely... so, it was, so someone had c- cut down Match of the Day and made highlights no, of it. You know what I mean, I was watching the highlights on Match <laughs> of the Day, and I, I swear I was concentrating, but I didn't actually notice West Brom's score, because it's become so normal for teams to score against Newcastle, it just doesn't even seem notable Right, anymore. get this out of the way, let me start yeah. the game. Uh, <laughs> your first clue is, if there's a corner or a free kick, <laughs> if there's a dead ball situation, it's ending up with Tim Krull pulling out of his net and going, yeah. It would be a bit like asking, how many shots off target did West Brom have, you know, mm, it just yeah. sort of happened. I mean, it, I mean, it was it was an improved performance, but not that by that much by Newcastle. Well, yeah, there was, was some fight there. Though, there was yeah. a, it looked yeah. like they gave a shit. For a bit, it's come to it's come to a situation now where when a team, a Newcastle team, looks like they care outside yeah. of the set piece situation. Then we're impressed. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just anything to just distract from everything that's happening off field, and but, you know, just Carver turning up to the um, press conference with um, Colo's letter in, Spa- God, in yeah. Spanish. It's in Spanish, so it must be him. <laughs> it's in Spanish. Well, that's, that's, a work that's a third draft. Yeah. You, you just get the impression that one of the squatters looked at the table. And they've gone bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. We could be in trouble here. It, well, it, but it was a vital point, though, because it, obviously they're too above Hull now, and we'll come on to Hull in just a sec, but they really buggered things up. But it, the, the reason why it's a vital point is Hull's goal difference is much better than Newcastle's. Mm. So if they were a point behind... Mm. Oh, Newcastle have conceded so many goals. Yeah. I couldn't believe when I saw it. I think they've conceded uh, fewer. The only team that's conceded more than them is, I think, is Burnley. But they did the exact same thing last, back in the last Not season. Not Burnley, sorry, QPR. Yeah. I'm not talking about Burnley. Okay. Mm. QPR, the only team with worst goal difference. And QPR have goals against them. Is, a, is it their own club record of 67? Yeah, and they lost 6-0 <laughs> at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. If they hadn't lost 6-0 at the weekend, they'd have the same <laughs> goals conceded as Newcastle. Jeez yeah. me. Dearie me, but what about Hull, though? I oh, mean, just quickly, sorry, oh, yeah. I should say, in each of his goals was a lovely header. Really was, good yeah. technique, going away from goal, really crying the neck muscle. Nobody seemed to, the, the, commentators, the commentators <laughs> on uh, NBC, obviously I was watching, uh, not because it wasn't on telly, but um, uh, on NBC, were like, really kind of like, they, they didn't sort of go, wow, that's a really good header. It was, he was like, it was leaning back, kind of all the neck muscles, wonderful. One of those ones that um, Cristiano Ronaldo does quite well, when mm. the ball comes in and it's curled in, mm. but it curls in just behind him, and he really has to crane himself to get um, to get any purchase on it. It was a good, good finish. Perhaps lost in the narrative yeah. of what was going <laughs> I would, on. I would suggest so, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hull. Oh, terrible result for them. Daft result. V- oh, silly game. Um, Fuck off. <laughs> silly club. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're favourites to go there now, surely. I mean, th- that was the game, wasn't it? I mean, if they won that, then Newcastle United have got to get a win in mm. their last two games. In the words of Kevin Keegan, they've got to go there and get something. <laughs> yeah. Well, or, or at least two or at least two draws, you know, because of the goal difference business, whereas now Hull are really up against mm. it. They are uh, away to Spurs. And they've got United, haven't they? Yeah. Manchester United at home. And Manchester United... You know, there's a then a Louis Van Halsey aren't going to take Spurs it. Spurs are an absolute joke, though. Yeah, well, there's, there is a chance there that they, <laughs> they could get something. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure. We're not even going to come on to this, are we? Because um, it's not in the running order because it's a meaningless mid-table game. But I, it should be registered that Spurs were an absolute embarrassment against. Well, it's Spurs. not a mid-table game. They're going for. They're meant to be going for a Europa League spot. But that's what yeah. you think it's a mid-table. They're not trying. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but, uh, Michael Dawson, he had to leave the pitch. Of course. Oh, this was so stupid. Mm. Yeah, it is stupid because, because of course we understand the reason why the rule is in place. Because if a player needs to get treatment, it makes sense that he has to go off because otherwise players fail injury all the time. I understand all that. Well, there's bl- yeah. blood involved, but though. this is a blood injury, yeah. which wasn't his fault, mm-hmm. um, and so therefore you're punishing a player for bleeding. Mm. And you're punishing a team because one of their players is bleeding. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Also, it, I mean, there was a natural break in the play. It was, it was a set piece. Mm. He could have just come back on. Mm. It just seems so absurd to, as you say, punish someone for bleeding. What's the what's the thinking behind that rule? How were unlucky not to? Uh, so they hit the bar a couple of times. That free yeah. kick was a beauty. Oh, unlucky, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. I mean, it, you know, even if they've just got a point, I mean, but oh, well, I, I think all Bruce not, looked dejected after the game. That's the that's the key thing. So. From one point of view, all is not lost for Hull because yeah. Spurs are in the situation they're in, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Manchester United have already sewn up um, fourth place, Pretty effectively. Much, yeah. because, they will have by then. Well, they have done. They the have. goal difference they is, have, so, yeah. is so... But I mean, officially. Yeah. So, barring that United will want to go... Um, but they could... It, it, but if, Sorry to interrupt, Luke, but if Arsenal maybe drop the odd result here and there, they could be challenging for third place. Yeah, but I mean, the overall point I was just going to make is that is United have looked vulnerable at home on occasion. So, that, so they, they, it's not you know, it's not the be-all and end-all. But the key thing for Hull fans is Hull aren't looking anything like scoring or no. winning. But is so, it the KC, though? Yeah, but, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. no, may not... Fine, regardless, United... Fortress KC. United, <laughs> United have looked vulnerable on occasion all season. Mm-hmm. Okay, they went on that run when they were amazing, but mm-hmm. generally, they, mm-hmm. you don't ever feel like... 
they're too far away from a dodgy result yeah. that, currently. Mm-hmm. But the problem is Hull can't do anything. They can't buy a win. So it's, it comes down to them, really. Not, it doesn't even really come down to the fixtures they've got because we've seen what can happen when you're playing with confidence and with verve, as in Leicester. They won six and seven. Loads of those games, people never thought they had a cat and house chance of winning. Yeah. So it can happen, but it's just the way Hull are playing on a downward spiral at this time of the season that can be, can be terminal. And, yeah, and, and, and like a couple of games ago, they beat Liverpool 1-0, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Villas and, and then and away. away. I yeah. mean, it's only the last two results. I mean, really, it was only the last result. They lost They lost 3-1 uh, uh, against Arsenal, but that's to be expected. But before that, beat Liverpool 1-0, beat Palace 2-0 away. I mean, it was... Mm. I, I suppose I, that's fair, that's fair. But I think that result, though, really, to get beaten at home against the side who went down on the yeah. same bloody yeah. day... Yeah. Mm. Mm. That is that's sort of seriously bad. And stuff. you've got and you've got to look at everyone else's run-ins as well. I mean, you know, like you said, they have got Manchester United, so and Newcastle got QPR and West Ham, which mm, doable. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah, but but Big Sam's coming to town. Yeah, right. on the yeah, last yeah, yeah, he always and gives I'll a tell shilling. you what, <laughs> <laughs> he's kept pretty quiet up to now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. We haven't heard a peep out of Big Sam recently. No, have that's we? true. Yeah, yeah, because because the, they were, did really well at the start of the season. Did now you hear about the yeah, Did you hear about the controversy around their end of season awards, West Ham? No. Apparently, no. Big Sam was uh, sidelined from the proceedings. <laughs> really? Yeah, because normally, apparently, normally every year they do a question and answer thing with the manager up on the stage. Yeah. Um, about I think it's like a, a, a the awards thing without the players there and the members and whatever mm. it is and normally I think Big Sam um, because Ben Shepherd, who's West Ham yeah, fan yeah. he normally presents it and apparently usually Russell Brand with Meat Raffle usually yeah down the working yeah. man's club oh, David Cameron oh, Big present. Sam was involved in the Meat Raffle was David, David Cameron not involved <laughs> no, no he went to Edmund Miller Park anyway um, normally they do, a, um, they do a, um, a question and answer with the manager so Ben Shepherd interviews Big Sam on how the season went and stuff mm. I don't know if, if too much has been read into it, but apparently instead of having Big Sam, they had Mark Noble instead. And Big Sam apparently didn't even wasn't really involved at all or even acknowledged. Oh, right. And so a lot of people are saying that's because the, the Golden Sutherland want to sort of move him out. Oh, They've always weird. been sort of fairly unsupportive of Sam. Even though he's done like quite a good job. Mm. Even yeah, even earlier on the season, though, the, I can't remember. I mean, I might be wrong in this, mm. but I can't remember too many times when they came out and they were like, "This is brilliant." <laughs> in a, in a you, weird, can't, you can't disprove that they're West Ham fans, then, really, can you? <laughs> They're weird, definitely West Ham in fans. In a weird way, though, Big Sam's being treated in a similar way to Pardew was at Newcastle. Whereas in he, what way? Well, because he achieved... Or you've angered he, him. He achieved... Well, let, let me explain myself. He achieved quite a bit in terms of getting him promoted to Premier League, which is a good achievement, the same way Pardew achieved Europa League football. And, and overall, people like us about Newcastle who don't know the club that well were saying, well, Pardew overall's done a good job. And then you would say, um, oh, yeah, but look at the calendar year. Look how bad he's been in the calendar year. Look at how many... Look at that run they've gone on. Well, West Ham have gone on a similar run. Yeah. So it's, it, it depends whether you think that he deserves to stand his job because overall, holistically, he's done a, a, a good job in terms of the big picture. But I would say, the, but I would disagree and say Pardew didn't do a good job holistically. It's because it, you're it, irrational. It's <laughs> not about that. Yeah, I can, but, Pete, but can I, I would just... also say that people outside of the club, but it happens with every team, doesn't it? Like we sit here and go blah blah blah, and then I've you know, got every a question for specifically Marcus and Jim. You two, when you're watching week in week out, it's different. Can you hold yourself down? Can you, can you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. No more questions. <laughs> Is that right? We finished? Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Uh, yeah, I, I, I get what you say there. But yeah, uh, Hull are in uh, big trouble. We wouldn't want to see old Brucey go down, would we? Well, I, the thing is, <laughs> I was just thinking about down down a speedboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I left that to uh, a, a wide range yeah. of interpretations. Mm-hmm. But if they go down, they will, particularly after that result, they will deserve to. They've been unlucky with injuries, yes, but they've spent a lot, and they have mm-hmm. they've just been a bit hapless almost at times, haven't they? They just they have looked out of their depth this season, it's and they they you know 
they they their slide started ages ago. Europa and, League, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. I was curious how they did so well, got to the cup final. And then I remember thinking at the time during the summer, they strengthened pretty well. I mean, they were quite ambitious with their yeah. signings. I mean, they so, spent a lot. Yeah, and it's gone hugely wrong for them. Hugely wrong. But he's a great They can't have a tickling against Manchester United this time. Oh my God. Brucey bonus. Stevie Bruce cannot roll over and have his belly You can't do it. You can't do it. You've you've given them enough. because it would take longer than 90 minutes to tickle the entire belly. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest though, Man Man United do have the option of just rolling him over and tickling him themselves. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Not on Van Van Hell's watch. Little tickle under the chin. (laughs) I was saying to Stevie, it's not the time nor the place, all right? (laughs) Just put in a performance, right? You all won. You all your supporters won. Oh dear. Uh, Burnley are down though. They are. And, 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 and obviously, three teams have to be relegated. We all know that. But Burnley have been all right. They've, been, they've worked really hard. Uh, Sean Dyche looks like he's going to keep his job. Yeah. Um, they, they, they hugely overachieved, really. I mean, if you listen to what Sean Dyche said about. Hang on, I said this the other week and you went, well, five wins in 34 or whatever. When was that? Like a week or two ago. Yeah, two weeks a long time in football. Oh, up yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, come on. The well, listeners are no, with me there. A fair point. Well, well, well I mean, Luke said we know that we need three play- You know, you've got three teams going three down. Teams I mean, L- Marcus's performance last week in the Scottish uh, Law League. Hang League's. on, we'll come to that. Yeah, okay, let me, let me defend myself. You have to be respectful of a team when they've been relegated. I said, have they not done better than what most people would think? Perhaps maybe not overachieved, I didn't say, but they've done better than what mm. most people think they were going to do. And you as had a five football, wins in 34. As a football you, podcast, we have to be re- re- week to week, we've got to be reactionary. We yeah. can't be anything else. I, we've got to be big, mouthy idiots and everyone forgets what you say uh, the next yeah. week. Not can a I, problem. Can I say <laughs> as well, I'm really looking forward to seeing how um, you have to be respectful of teams that have been relegated goes when the QPR result comes up. Yeah. Probably in a mm. couple of minutes. I haven't worked out what I'm going to do about that yet. <laughs> with Burnley you don't speak into the dead they've been relegated there's no point sticking the boot into them now they're gone they're gone mm, but when they still had a fighting chance you couldn't argue at any point they've overachieved so I pulled you up on that do you think that they That's should what you just <laughs> oh my goodness flip flop I said they've done alright and look what they were guys. when Sean Dyche took them over would you like me to move on to QPR for your sake I'm probably going to fuck that one up as well but go on <laughs> <laughs> do, you, okay. do, you, do you think Sean Dyche should stay on as the manager yeah, I think he should stay yeah, on. I, I mean, if he's, so. offered a, if he's offered a bigger job, you can't... Uh, I'm not saying he should be mm. or will be or there's no rumours or anything like that. But if he was, for example, then you couldn't blame him for doing so. Do but, you think this is good for Burnley going down and up and down and up? Is that kind of the sort of club that... Well, I think they'll get a lot of money, won't they? Because they didn't have much money on, on mm. the way up, so they will gain a lot of money. Yeah, is and it also, two seasons of parachute payments, is that right? That'll I'm not sure how it works, but they'll, they'll, they'll get a few few quid, certainly. But but actually, compared to QPR, QPR will lose a lot of players. Now, possibly that's a good thing for, for them. Yeah. But Burnley have a chance to keep the, the bulk of that squad. Yeah, I mean, Ings Danny, will Danny Ings will probably go, yeah. yeah but sure. other than that, you're right. I mean, because they didn't really sign that many players no. this is largely the squad that got them promoted in the first place so mm. yeah I mean they, they should they should go down with some stability which is a pretty rare thing mm. yeah and, and, it, and if that is, is the case on, in contrast though let's talk about QPR um, I mean you respectfully know, of course <laughs> the thing about QPR is I, I really want to say is that they've been relegated quite handsomely <laughs> and they're still going to get battered by financial fair play <laughs> yeah that is the red million. Nap, that is the red million million legacy point. well it's a shame that Redknapp went isn't it it's a shame his knees went because you know he'd have kept them up as, as, Red, as, as Redknapp we've been was in the mirror today saying that he blamed a lack of funding for their reasons <laughs> of going down shameless <laughs> Just thought that, that might be quite nice. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. that was fitting. It's fitting. fitting. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. like it. But I mean, we could. Do, yeah. They were woefully poor against City. I know City are a good team, but I, know, I mean, yeah. given that you're in a situation where 
you've got to win to stay up. Now, you remember when um, they played City on the last day of the season a couple of seasons mm-hmm. ago? Yeah. And um, they gave a really good account of themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, they, they didn't get relegated anyway, did they? Or did they get relegated? They didn't. No, they, relegated. Yeah. City won the league and they stayed up. It was a big party, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but um, they gave a really good account of themselves that day. Yeah. They were fantastic. And they had a man sent off as well. well Joe Barnes. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> compare that to what you saw yesterday. Yeah. I mean, they were. They've were, been really, really it wasn't, bad. It wasn't even a case of they're working their socks off and never players just better. There was just basic yeah, mistakes. Absolutely. Well, Clint Hill sounded absolutely broken and distraught after the game. And he said all the bad things we've been doing this season, like making sloppy mistakes, not concentrating enough, it all seemed to happen throughout the game. Because mm. they've lost a lot of points late on. Throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. But he, he said the point he made was we've, we've been losing points late on. They and were, we were yeah. just from the, from the beginning, we've been making the mistakes that have, that have cost us that. They just got overawed by the occasion, I think. The City fans were crumbing a lot, weren't they? Yeah. Very weird. A lot of every time a shot went like wayward, and it's like, come on, you it's not that long ago that you were in that position. QPR have um, got, I think they were the worst record um, in terms of points dropped in the last 10 minutes in the season, Oof, and that tells its own sense. story. I think they dropped like 10 points or something. I imagine and, and, they'd and, be down there for a lot of those stats. And on yeah. Man City's side, I mean, there's only really Aguero been performing to his level, everyone yeah. else has mm. been absolute joy. So inconsistent. I mean, Silver was good at I mean, it gets Cooper, but they weren't at it at all. Mm. I mean, it was, a, yeah. it was a training game for them, really. Rob Green relegated for, from the Premier League for the fourth time. It's, yeah. it's a funny one, that, isn't it? Yeah. Was, Rob, was Rob Green in goal for Norwich when they got whooped 6-0 six six by Fulham. at Craven Cottage yeah. all they had to do to stay in the Premier League was I don't I think they I think it might have even been if they got a point they'd have been alright and they lost 6-0 yeah I remember that game and yeah. Fulham didn't have that much to play for no, no. <laughs> unbelievable oh, but that, you wonder about that because surely there can't be coincidence there I mean on the surface Rob Green seems an amazing goalkeeper is it just that I don't know. It's, it's very hard to influence the game I guess from so, yeah. where he stands. He's just really. one of those goalkeepers who seems to play for struggling Premier League teams a lot. But Dutch international Leroy Fur with his second relegation yeah, in a row. No, he's, <laughs> he's really stacking them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, not in a row, but I, I, take, I don't know what you mean. Well, in, the, in the Premier League, loves a wage cut. Playing for, if he's <laughs> yeah. playing for QPR, because obviously. Oh no! No, no sorry, 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 sorry
Just make sure the first bit and the last bit are good. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to read all of it. <laughs> but um, they're going to stay up now. You know, good luck to them. Well, I hope they're going to stay up. Reckon, it looks um, like it, but I, just, I, I want them to stay up so much I don't want to jinx it by believing it. I think they will start. I mean, they, mm. they've got a pretty good chance. I know, no, they'll still be fine. Do you think that um, Cambiasa will stay on for another year? Is there any talk of that? Or? I, well, yeah, if he's... If he's if he's good at him, why not? I mean, he's uh, he's had a nice time, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> well, he wasn't on, he wasn't on one year though, was he? I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure what his contract situation is. Much, but, they, but a lot of the Argentinians or South Americans sometimes, like in their twilight of their career, like to go back to um, mm. their native homeland. Don't mm. they? Mm. I haven't seen a flare for a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seen a pitch inversion. I've seen a bog roll flying <laughs> at me. <laughs> <laughs> battery. No one's throwing a battery at me for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that. Yeah, yeah. Aston Villa are surely safe now. They yeah. are. And, and it's right. that man, Tim Sherwood. <laughs> oh, I God. Just, am I right in saying that, um, I'm sure I read this, that since Tim Sherwood took over, no team has scored more goals. I think it was ahead of the Man City game. No mm. team had scored more goals than Aston Villa. Wow. Yeah, there's your record. Wow. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I've gone, still gone Very hard to see him losing his job, <laughs> We're, uh, we're going to have to get you a marzipan hat. <laughs> got a prediction for you guys. <laughs> Don't think he's going to get fired. <laughs> you didn't say which year. Exactly. <laughs> 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 That's true. But uh, did you see his, when he was talking about um, players... I can't remember which player was he talking about where he said, I'm not going to play in the cup final. Oh, Cleverly. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on loan, isn't he? That's yeah. right. <laughs> three, three <laughs> so three he goes. doesn't sign permanently, I'm going to I think, I not think let a, him play. I think, yeah. I think a, a fair few of us thought that there was... This is not just after time for me. I think a fair few of us thought there was a player in Cleverly, didn't we? We just thought he was a bit unlucky. I think everybody did yeah. when he first came he, on the um, scene. Low on confidence. Fans of, of, of both Man United and England really got on his back, didn't they? And that's got to be difficult when you're a young man trying to establish yourself. So I'm not surprised it. I think Hodgson put him in that England side too early and tried. I think he wanted wanted him to be the the short ball playing mm, yeah. passing midfielder that England have often lacked and of course he just he just wasn't quite up to the task you know in the same way Stuart Downing was put in he was given too much responsibility at England yeah. level if it, if if it's at England level everybody sees it mm. and Downing was was you can't blame him. He's not going to say, you know, don't pick me. Mm. But he just wasn't quite ready. He wasn't quite good enough at times. But Downing's still a handy player. He's a good Premier League player. And, and Cleverly clearly is as well. And, and he started well at Manchester United. For whatever reason, he, he went off the board a little bit. But, well, uh, to give Tim good to see him playing again. And, and under a man like Tim Sherwood, how could he not play well? To give, well, to give Tim Sherwood his credit, what he's done is he has gone in there, no, recognised where the talent in the squad lies, and just given them a load of confidence. Yeah. And, and That's uh, clearly his, his yeah. Sherwood's strength. Whether that, I mean, I'd, I'd obviously I don't want to come across as bitter, because obviously I'm better than I would have hoped he'd done, <laughs> because I don't like him. But... <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, did you say you were trying to not come across as yeah, bitter? Yeah, because what I was going to say was, um, it remains to be seen whether that can work we'll long term on. because yeah. he's never managed long Absolutely. term well it's the red nap situation isn't it really it's very very similar very good man motivator as you can say can obviously identify talent very well but does it have that longevity hmm we shall see. We will see, <laughs> indeed, yeah. With the 30th of November. Well, he still, he still could get fired by then, or he could leave by then. Oh, but it's the Premier League. He'd be fired before the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he could go on a, a horrendous run yeah. at uh, the start of next yeah. season. 10 nil in the FA Cup. Or, yeah, <laughs> or he does so well that he gets poached by a bigger club, and therefore I'm still technically correct. Because you said gone. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you now want him to be really, really good. <laughs> Has it gone too far the other someone, way? Someone link him with the Bayern Munich job when Pep goes. Or if Aston Villa have to move stadiums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't he say something silly about that? Because Roy Keane was having a pop at him. And oh, I love Roy Keane. Yes. I love it more now. <laughs> and Sherwood. Oh, that's right, because apparently Sherwood was sniffing around the club when Lambert was still there and he said he was watching in the stands and it was putting un- unnecessary pressure on Lambert because he yeah. knew he's, the guy who was potentially replacing him was yeah. sat a few rows back and Sherwood said, well, I was just watching football. You know, oh, maybe, I'll, maybe yeah. I'll go and watch, maybe in between jobs I'll go and watch Real Madrid or Barcelona next. 
How much would you pay on a pay-per-view based on Sky Sports to see Roy Keane have a fight with Tim Sherwood? I thought you were going to say Sherwood, Cam. <laughs> no, Tim Sherwood versus Roy Keane. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for it. Strip to the one waist. Of those, no one of those part. matches that's just over I was going to say, not even a round. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It won't happen, though. <laughs> Laws and that. Now, uh, Chelsea, uh, they drew one all with Liverpool. John Terry got his 39th Premier League goal. Laminated banter in the stadium. Yes, there was, wasn't Did you there? see that? They was had, that? Uh, Chelsea fans had signs saying, Slip Pallet, Steven Gerrard, mm. oh, and the signs God. were laminated. Brilliant. It's his last game at Stafford Bridge. You're not going to use them again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just as well, they said uh, Gerrard on it, because, you know, John Terry had Yeah, exactly. It does make you question what they're going to do with them afterwards. Yeah. It's a, it was a very, very strange thing to see. Weren't and they holiday in uh, California? Gerrard, yeah, maybe. Gerrard wasn't too... Enamoured with with the standing ovation from Chelsea at no. all. I like that. No, yeah, I like quite it. Funny. I he's still on, quite annoyed about him. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think he's annoyed. Said, I think he it? was just like, "Oh, shut up." Yeah. yeah, but even said it was nice of them to turn up today. I think, <laughs> yeah, parting shot, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, we were saying the other week how boring it is when players don't do that. So good on Gerard. Yeah, and especially against the astonishingly classless Chelsea fans. So it's fine, isn't it? Really? Yeah, Gerard. Was it nice to see him score, Luke? Why didn't he celebrate? Well, it was one all. It was an equaliser. It was it, because just, they needed to win. I just feel like when yeah. Gerrard scores, everyone who supports Liverpool and everyone associated with the club's like, right, everything's done for today. Then that's what we wanted to happen. Yeah, maybe that's why he didn't celebrate. They'd rather Gerrard scored in this fair, you, swan you, song you, farewell tour he's doing, like fucking <laughs> Frank Sinatra. <laughs> they would fucking win games. It's embarrassing. Oh, I don't know about no, that. I don't think that's true. He says, think he, that's, he says he wants to come back in two years. Yeah, like, no, that's yeah, not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. You don't want you now. No, but I think it's a coach move. Yeah, you're going to come back as a fullback or something. Maybe just wants the season ticket. Why didn't he celebrate? Because he wanted to get on and score another goal because they needed to win. Was that yeah. why? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he did, he, I don't think he was not celebrating Roy. because he nearly signed for Chelsea. No, R- Roy Race would not have been happy with one or would he? No, he wouldn't. No, so there you true. go. Roy but, the Rovers. But by um, <laughs> but by that, so by him sort of uh, giving it the big one about Marino as well. Is he having a go at Red Rogers and that for not? Um, I thought nah. I saw that as a, as a thinly veiled dig at mm. Rogers because he didn't seem to be too um, happy to be subbed off. Mm. And when Rogers tried to approach him and give him the well done, he didn't really seem that bothered. Mm. And then he v- made the point of saying that Mourinho is the best coach around in his view which I thought possibly wrongly I'll concede it was a bit of a thinly veiled dig at Rodgers who apparently behind the scenes there's been a bit of friction there really. yeah, but Mourinho's um, been full of praise for, for Gerrard oh, yeah but you yeah. don't have to say that there and then right on the on, on the post-match interview yeah but I mean Mourinho has won so much it is, uh, he arguably is the best coach in the world and I don't think Rodgers would even think he was in that bracket himself but then no. Mourinho Mar- Mar- I- even in you know Stephen Gerrard's uh, you know it, whatever state of hubris he could possibly be in like he must still admit that Mourinho's the expert in getting rid of older players that he doesn't want anymore yeah. you know what I mean so it's not, not like Gerrard would have stuck around for them well, yeah, Drogba back, I was yeah, say, which is a mistake. I think that um, <laughs> I'm not talking about the content of the sentiment. I mean the timing and the manner of it more than anything Well, else. he was responding to a question he was asked, though, wasn't he? It's not like he's called a press conference mm. to say, I bloody love Jose. Imagine if he did that. I mean, that would be good. <laughs> In Anfield, yeah. that would be a dig. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a, I just thought from Gerald's point of view the press conference taking, taking place in a bus yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a real hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands and the best part they're all about safe ethical and responsible manufacturing Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Really diggy interview from Stuart Jones. He was digging everyone. Mm. Uh, fine. Dig digs. I enjoyed yeah, it. It's great though. He's on his way out. Yeah. Get your guns Beam out. Be mob happy. Yes. <laughs> Lovely old job. Uh, right then, should we go to the championship? Yeah. Yes. 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 The old tractor derby ended one all. I saw some people on Twitter calling it Farmageddon. <laughs> or oh, the, the old farm. The old farm old derby. Old farm derby yeah, was yeah. quite good. Yeah, Ipswich one, Norwich one. Nicely poised, Pete. Nicely poised. I'm really looking forward to it. Mm, the, uh, the, the, the second legs to be played at the end of the week. But Middlesbrough got a great result, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And Morbietta on loan from Fulham, last minute winner. You've got to fancy Middlesbrough to go through there because their yeah. record against Brentford Surely is fantastic. I really um, like Brentford. I'm, I'm gutted to see that they may not um, get into the Premier League. But um, I, I Middlesbrough think, have been great this season. I think Borough's right. I think I'm right in saying Borough have beaten Brentford six times in a row. They've got their number, basically. Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go. And to take a, a good lead like that into. Uh, into a home leg for, yeah. for that one then surely you'd fancy Middlesbrough I mean on paper Norwich Middlesbrough final is probably what you'd weigh up there yeah. I still think Ipswich have got a chance I know well, they've they got, they got to go to Carrow Road but I mean I think Mick McCarthy's a, a canny old operator and I think I read today that Alex Neal still hasn't done his badges and so if they get promoted there may be an issue but they always seem to work their way around that don't they mm. yeah an interim manager yeah. Oh, Reddit will do it for a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, Red basically trying to stop Alex Neil doing his badges. Yeah. yeah. Bottom yeah. at Christmas. Mm. Hardly any wins. And they're like, Neil, can you seriously get these badges stopped? <laughs> <laughs> 70 million in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neil takes over. Yeah. And they finish, you know, third from bottom. Yeah. And they just get edged. Yeah. And Redknapp's like, wow, oh, you know, he, he couldn't, yeah, well, yeah, he could turn it around. No, I, 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 need, I needed 30 million for my robotic knees. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Neil's like, oh, they told me I can't do my badges because Redknapp spent all the money. <laughs> and Ronaldo's, Ronaldo's telling Gareth Bill, yeah, there's no Spanish teachers in the whole It's like, oh, they're all on holiday now. Yeah, yeah because <laughs> Ronaldo has genuinely hired them all and sent them on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> like that Chinese billionaire. I, I can there. imagine Ronaldo not, not doing that, but hiring them all to teach Bale Spanish incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. like a fork is a knife and <laughs> up is down. Yeah. <laughs> but I can talk English to you, Cristiano. No, no, no. But you speak it. Mm, no. well, you're just doing it there. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidence, mate. What are you talking about? Coincidence again. <laughs> uh, now, Bournemouth are already looking at the uh, their summer transfer targets. Iron up a move for Berbatov. Hmm. Do you think this is more a statement of intent? Because it wouldn't be available <laughs> no. on a free. Uh, oh, possibly. So, but. Because haven't Monaco been a bit naughty as well? No doubt, Jim. Uh, th yeah, they've got some <laughs> weird punishment where they can't. They've they, their squad size is limited. Right, exactly. Financial right. fair play. Uh, I believe the, so. the problem is, is it's not an even playing field, is it? Because in Monaco, yeah. you don't have to pay tax. Yeah. 
So it's a bit of a, a bit of a yeah. funny old one. But I heard that Bournemouth were after that Braga forward. Adair. Adair, mm. which is the same... No, I, they've got him, I think. Oh, they have got him. So that's I believe so. That's what uh, reportedly uh, early business... Oh, no, so I think they've bidded for him, sorry. Right, so that's... that's the Five f- million, which would be a club record. Yeah, but that is the age-old problem with a sort of... Mm. Uh, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but an unfashionable club being promoted to the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to get... Um, an established top-level striker. So, as we said before, you've got to gamble on someone like Adair, or you've got to get out of a striker from the lower leagues and hope it works out. Mm. And that's what they've done with Adair. He's not scored that many goals this season, I don't think. Mm. I mean, his goal scoring record's okay, but yeah. it, I know what you mean. It does, mm. it does. He's not young. He's like twenty-seven or something. Yeah, it does seem slightly strange. Um, but they've but got no option. But with Berbatov, you have a, a proven Premier League striker, but at the top end. Mm. When he's been playing yeah, for Spurs and, and or Manchester United. a while ago now as well. Mm. Whereas, you look at him at Fulham, he didn't fancy it. And, and I don't think you want him at Babatov. Yeah, club, I'd be surprised. Especially the, way, in the manner in which they got promoted with that sort of unified squad and that sort yeah. of thing. And they're a very, imagine... very pacey team, which he just completely mm-hmm. changes. Look, we, you know, we, all, we all like Berbatov as a player, you know, very graceful and whatnot. But when, when you talk about a, a promoted side like Bournemouth, and especially the mentality Eddie Howe has around the place, the way he would just sort of waltz in mm. and his attitude and his yeah. work rate and so on if you if you you know when you're a promoted side in the premier league one thing you have to get right is is the work rate you everyone yeah. has to be all hands to the pump and even then that may still not be enough Ex- well, yeah there you go but with with Berbatov, i think the best way i can think of summing it up is we all love Berbatov. Yep. But the party's over now. <laughs> we all love him, house, but he doesn't love us. The house party's over. Babadov's <laughs> pump is dumpy. Yeah. Everything's just coming out. We've run out of beer. The off license is closed. <laughs> the sun's coming the up. The sun's coming up. Yeah. We've all heard all the tunes. There's no more tunes. Let's just leave Everyone's it feeling slightly doomy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, they've let their mum down. Let's just leave Someone's it there. poppers on the table. He's, <laughs> he's found another party. Yes. <laughs> you know? He's off. Because he's a bit like Pitbull in that sense. Don't stop the party. No. no. Yeah. I'm and full of money. that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's Berbatov. Now, uh, oh, what about Leeds United? Bloody hell. He's back. He's back. And now the oh, party begins. Rizdale is just Massimo Cellino light now, isn't he? Um, yeah, Cellino's returned to Leeds. He's been granted permission by the Football League after after sitting and passing the fit and proper person's test. What have you got to do to fail that? <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Are you a dick? No. <laughs> Honestly, no. All right. I, th- I, th- I seriously think that the only thing you have to do to pass that is just not commit a crime while you're sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You've got to not be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you can sit the test outside of jail, you're fine. The guy Antonov, who owned Portsmouth for a little bit when it was you know, <laughs> doing a very good impression of a Massive money laundering exercise. In his turn, it passed the Portsmouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He passed the fit and proper persons test and has now just been extradited on a four hundred million pound fraud. Four hundred million pound fraud. That's, that's not chump change, is no. it? That's a, that's a good so, amount. Yeah. To be fair, well done. Though, well done. But that, exactly, yeah. that's good fraud, isn't yeah. it? He's proven that he's so going to do it. Fraud. Big boy fraud. So it makes Chilino look like an amateur. Many things make well, <laughs> Some things may or may not have been unearthed. But there's, so, man. But there's so many sort of little stories throughout like his tenure at Leeds United and oh. when he was in you know the doldrums, like you know, when he yeah. was in exile, it was just like lots of things have happened that haven't really been explained. Like those players just declare themselves unfit, six players or something. But, on the mm, eve before a, a, yeah. a championship match. It just seems very that's never been explained, look, I'm sure. We're all for forgiveness in society, because <laughs> otherwise society can't function. But the, pre- the the football league seem rather forgiving, um, in the sense that it's kind of like right, okay. So have you served your time? Have you done your bands? Have you, yeah. it all sorted? Right, you can come back in. It's like what? Well, no, what's the point? There, there shouldn't be no fit and proper persons test. Then yeah. mm, it is yeah. literally like uh, it, that's what I mean. Are you in jail or are you not? Are you, are you yeah. under house arrest? No. Okay, well, that's fine. 
or the second time you see it, you're just like, oh yeah, that's sorry about that. That's yeah. okay, fine. It's, like, that's I, it. I, it's not a million miles away from go away and think about what you've done. <laughs> yeah. It basically is that. Well, it's like I didn't know that you could be pissed out your head or on drugs uh, to vote. As long as you're not disruptive, yeah. disruptive well, it's that's fine. True. If you, Seriously. Yeah. As long as you aren't causing a nuisance to other voters, you can yeah. be in any state you want and you can still vote. Brilliant. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, you should have told people that before the vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could have a higher turnout. Might have got a different result. Well, higher being the opportunity. Might have got Marcus's beloved UKIP in. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. He gets really that's upset. very naughty, that is. That's what you said. That's, uh, shut up. It's a secret ballot. <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about it is, the more angry you get about it, the more it seems like it's true. Yeah. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> look at my Twitter feed and you'll, you'll know my uh, thoughts mm. on the election. Can't vote via yeah. Twitter. I think Shy I'm, Tory. Well, no. no <laughs> I'm going to be moving... Shy Kip. I'm going to be going north of the border again, the way things yeah. are going be yeah. among the people <laughs> um uh yes yeah, so uh, Chilino was angry when he returned to the club as nothing had been done in his eyes he said nothing has been sorted out and instead there is just shit <laughs> <laughs> you know presumably the toilets aren't working yeah. uh when I left everyone was looking after their own skin rather than what was good for the club <laughs> I'm sorry what yeah. <laughs> skins need looking after yeah. um Rather than, so basically... She's Nivea everywhere. <laughs> people are looking after their own skin rather than what's good enough for the club. He's been banned for, 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 you know, yeah. for trying to... Yeah, I mean, but if, if, if he's coming back in and he's been banned, and still, to him, it looks ridiculous, then mm. how bad is it? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Tim in a Blackpool. Surely, surely what's good for the club is the owner not to be committing crimes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Some would say they were directionless. <laughs> <laughs> without the director. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did quite like this, though. It was a, a slight Ian Brown moment he had. Everything needs sorting out for next season. The sponsors, ground, lights, even pre-season. They told me we were booked for pre-season. Then I found out the Liverpool under-17s are booked at the same place and there was only one training pitch. Amateurs. Fucking amateurs. Fucking amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just play oh, them. cut their fucking hands off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible, terrible accent there. I apologise to all of England. Actually, not just the North. Yeah. Chilino also said that he's in love with Neil Redfern. Well, that could well. its own problems. <laughs> Neil Riffin's yet to comment. It's a very <laughs> candid interview, this. <laughs> Do we know whether it's unrequited at this, at this stage? It's unrequired. Yeah, young lady. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Do that. Do we know whether there's Eros or Agape? <laughs> <laughs> young, Excellent. Oh, you're well pleased with yourself there. Young, and so you bloody no, should No, I'm not be. really. Young love. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm not really. Bloody good mystery, Jeff. Never so. had there been a tale of more woe than <laughs> Neil Redfern and her Romeo. And her Cellino. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, League One, Swindon versus Sheffield United. The second leg hasn't been played yet. That was a great first leg, though. But we know that Preston are in the final after beating Chesterfield 4-0 on ag. Chester, uh, Chesterfield captain Ian Evert, um, or as the one on the news called him earlier, Ian Evatt, which made him sound <laughs> a lot more glamorous than he is, yeah. no disrespect. Yeah, or like a vat it, of it's something. He was apparently um, assaulted by a, a one or two yeah, Preston fans, spat on, punched, all sorts. After they'd lost as well. Pitch invasion. Yeah. Horrible Oh, stuff. that's annoying. Yeah. But what about Jermaine Beckford's beauty? Scored from 50 yards, yeah. His other <laughs> goal was amazing as well. Mm. Delightful one. Hey, he's ex-Leeds, ex of course. Yeah. Threatened to be a real a real big uh, player, actually, for a while. But against Everton as well. Yeah, indeed. He, he got his move, didn't he, to the Premier? He didn't really yeah, work it out. Yeah, was alone, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure, but he, he didn't did really okay, work out. He did okay, but yeah, he wasn't quite there. Mm. Wasn't quite there, Pete. No. Mm. Uh, what about League Two playoffs? Wow, I'll tell you something. There were two great games in there. In that, the Plymouth 2, Wickham 3. Wickham was 3 up away from home, and, and Plymouth pegged them back, which could come back to haunt Wickham. I hope not, because I quite like the chair, I quite like the chair boys. Um, but Stevenage 1, South End 1 was a good game as well. Mm. But it contained two points of interest. <laughs> One was 56 year old Dave Bezant on the bench for Stevenage. Yes. Yes. So brilliant. Never has 
a, a group of people watching a game, I presume, been more desperate for a goalkeeper injury. <laughs> Nothing and serious. Even, yeah. but even like their even their own um, team. I would want to see that. I'd love yeah. a one. I'd love what, what, what a story. A one on one keeper does a professional foul, has to go off. Big Dave yeah. Best has to come mm. on. <laughs> I remember. I, it Save made, the penalty. It, Obviously, it, it would. made me look back to when Dave <laughs> Besant played for Portsmouth. He played for Portsmouth on loan for I think half a season, yeah, right. and he was forty four at the time. <laughs> and that was in like, I think that was in like two thousand and two. He or didn't play much though. Um, no, I think he made. Fair a fair few appearances okay. um, but the other point I want to make was it contained that game the worst clash of heads I've ever oh, seen yeah. in a domestic game certainly because I saw I saw his head um, stitched up yeah it looked like a tube map I, it did it looked like I said it looked like the metro map of Oslo <laughs> yeah essentially um, they both um, I forget who it was now oh Dembele um, for Stevenage and I think Tomlin or Timlin I forget his name for, for, for Southend who actually, mm. actually had to go off he didn't want to go off to his credit but he had to and they both went full-blooded for the ball. Sickening clash of heads at full pelt. Um, Dembele actually carried on. I mean, to me, it looked like a concussion all over the, all over the <laughs> shot, but he, he, he was bandaged up and he carried on. Tomlin couldn't, um, couldn't carry on. His eyebrow was like hanging down like a horrendous like boxer's <laughs> cut, <laughs> and, they, and he had to go off and he got stitched and stapled up. That was, it was about like 150 stitches. No, it I, think was it, a, I think it was 40 stitches. Well, I can't count. So that's yeah, but, it, but his but head lo- it looked like his head had burst. It was uh, absolutely horrendous. I think there was nine minutes of injury time at the end of the first half. I've Ooh, got the Game yeah. of Thrones theme in my head again. Yeah, it was a bit yeah. like that. The yeah. red wedding of uh, football. Yeah, it was a bit like that. Just, but I, 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 I always have a bit of a soft spot speaking about the other fixture for Plymouth because Plymouth is always the place where because there's, there's a lot of um, there's a big naval tradition in my hometown Plymouth is always where the dads went either if, when they split with the missus all really? the dads left the town and it's went to fairly, Plymouth yeah, it's from a fairly robust to town isn't mm. it? that's odd fairly yeah. heavy drinking robust town <laughs> um, but I, 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 am there. I right in saying that Southend narrowly missed out to Burton last year in the playoffs or something like that I can't remember now because Burton got promoted again this got promoted this season yeah that's right I a bit of a soft spot for Southend because my old maths teacher used to support them and his name is Mr Munt which is obviously really fun when you're a child cheers for rescuing me there mate I don't know what I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go back to Besson actually because uh, was it Be- it was Besson uh, last season was on the bench wasn't he I think he might have been well, he yeah. played for a non-league team last season I think uh, okay, there was yeah, something about uh, Besson around this time mm. from what I remember because he was, really no, that's right, because he was goalkeeping coach, but they were injury. They had injuries, yeah, yeah, and they needed to put him on the bench, so he was a registered player. I don't think that was Besson. Was it that not? I think that was someone else. Okay. But I do remember that. Mark Crossley? That was Chris Woods. Yeah, was it one, Mark Crossley? It was definitely one of them. Yeah. But <laughs> you, know, you know that it's worth remembering that Dave Besson was literally on the bench for a professional team yes. in a playoff game to yesterday that's what I'm saying playoff game yeah. this is not a kind of uh, a mid-table clash halfway through or, the yeah. season none of that this is playoff stuff <laughs> he won the FA Cup in the late 80s yeah, <laughs> he, pl- yeah exactly um, it's wonderful yeah marvellous stuff I mean this is this is for you know to be into England's yeah. third tier he I mean yeah there were probably <laughs> sadly he didn't feature probably yeah. players in that squad who weren't born when he won the FA Cup yeah oh, definitely yeah, yeah. Definitely, Jimbo. Defo's mate. Uh, well, do you want to clear up your Scottish Championship mess? Well, yeah, that's why I was going back to Dave Besant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, a, a lot of people kindly tweeted me, and they weren't angry tweets. I, and I appreciate that. that. I, saw, I saw a few angry ones. Yeah, yeah, they must have gone to the podcast yeah. account. I shielded yeah. them from. I shielded you from them. Oh, yeah. thanks. Um, yeah, so Hibs <laughs> will play the winner of Rangers versus Queen of the South, and then the winner of that will play the team eleventh placed in the Scottish Premiership which is currently Motherwell and, and now obviously I know that you know that last week I made a prediction saying Hibs will play Motherwell yeah. and people seem to think that I got it all wrong <laughs> oh really <laughs> and we'll move on happened? to the so, Liga so magnanimous isn't it how <laughs> does he do it <laughs>
Amazing. Richard Keyes-esque. <laughs> Daniels-esque. Oh, oh, on that note, I will say, Marcus did make a mistake last week. There's a reason for that. Yeah. Two words. Dark forces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's with uh, the lawyers. Yeah. <laughs> It'll come out in the wash. <laughs> Don't worry. Look, the the, the Scottish Old play... Marcus Galloway over there. <laughs> <laughs> I demand a recount. The, <laughs> the Scottish champions and championship and I enjoyed some banter <laughs> together. <laughs> together. Yeah. All right? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Apologies, <laughs> etc. and so on. Let's go to La Liga then, you buggers. Uh, Real Madrid, they've thrown it away, boys. He's they thrown have. it away. Ronaldo, Mr. Penn, Valencia, they got a point at the Bernabeu. They're four points off Barcelona. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, yeah, but Barcelona are going to be playing Atletico Madrid. In Madrid. Yeah. They can clinch the league there. And, of course, Barcelona... Let, let, let's go, well, they didn't let them. But let's go, Madrid won the league at Barcelona last season. A little bit of tick for Trading time. it off just to annoy Real Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I don't know what I'm because they could have won the league themselves. There was, there was talk uh, among the Real Madrid, um, <clears throat> or around the Real Madrid game, that people were saying that now Gareth Bale needs to be passed two more. Yes, he's, so, he's agent. This is so childish. It is absolutely. A few weeks ago, we were talking it? about Ronaldo being passed to the ball more. Now it's talking about Bale. Make your mind. Just play. It's a team game. Yeah. Just pass the ball to that teammate. That is the most sensible pass to make. I just, I just always think that when uh, it, it happens every time an English player goes to specifically Real Madrid, like he always, <laughs> sorry, a British player goes to, or a player who's played in the Premier League and has been celebrated as such, mm. uh, comes through the ranks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm half Welsh. That's how it works. So yeah. it's fine. I'm, I'm fine. Mm. Uh, and, and uh, yeah, when they go to uh, Real Madrid, like, we hear about them having a terrible time, but over there it's not quite so acute. But I think this time around, I think it possibly is. Yeah. It's not having a great time. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think, mm. I just, I can't work it out. I don't know whether Ronaldo's getting a bit uppity that Bales was suddenly grabbing a few headlines, scoring the winners, and he's getting jealous, or there is indeed Bales, but obviously what, not. Was why it talk that um, it's press hitting out at Perez because Bale was his signing? Yeah, there but was why, talk. But of I mean, that. he's got to play anyway. He's got. Mm. He, they've got to play him. He's like their most expensive signing. So I mean, he has to. He have to play him, and they're not going to ship him out to anyone. They're not going to fall. He's proved his quality. Yeah, it's mm. not like he's playing badly. That's the crazy thing. Look at the, what he did this time last season for crying out loud. You yeah. know, yeah. and he's had moments this season as well I think I think he has there has been occasions this is from what I've seen where he's looked disinterested a little bit like a spare part but is that not because of what's been going on possibly yeah mm. possibly. The, 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 so from what the crowd have been saying and from what some of the media have been saying it's like well we don't really want this guy here and if you've if you've done what he's done there with his goals and assist tallies and whatnot you, you just think to yourself oh Sold off. He's probably getting distracted at looking things in the stand, looking at things in the stand, and thinking, what it, thinking, thinking about what it is in in Spanish. Sabitha. Could well be El Fraunos. What about Pedro's lovely overhead? Fantastic. Yeah, lovely. He seemed to like very deliberately and pointedly ignore both Luis Suarez and Lionel Messi. After that, do you think the keeper could have done better with that? No, there's only ever been Dave one. Would have saved it. There's only <laughs> ever been one overhead kick where the keeper could couldn't have done any better, and that was um, Trevor Sinclair's. Yeah, oh, not like, no. Rooney's against City. No, oh, no, I think he was. I think he was. Yeah, and he came off a shin. Yeah, sorry, that was top it. corner though. Where it was yeah, still an overhead yeah. kick, and Rivaldo for Barcelona against. Uh, oh, the hat trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, glorious. Mm. So uh, no, I disagree with you. All right, <laughs> three then <laughs> in so, the history of football. Ronaldinho's overhead kick for Barcelona <laughs> against. Uh, no, it. Could have definitely done if that. If you give us time to prepare, we can go out some more. <laughs> yeah. There'll be loads on YouTube. Trevor Sinclair, Michael Van Basten's one for you know. I'll I'll have you. I think they were playing Brentford anyway, so it wasn't that good. What Milan? <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, what else? Uh, bloody bloody blah, blah, Barcelona. Yeah. Oh yes, uh, Diego Maradona. 
has settled the Ronaldo and Messi debate by saying they're both the same. <laughs> I can... All, I mean, it's very difficult to judge between those two players because they're both excellent, of course, and they come and go and, and break records between them. Yeah. I feel confident, though, that they're not the same person. <laughs> no, but, you know, maybe this smacks of, like, a journalist has been out on the town. He's got bloody hell, there's Diego Maradona over there. He's just, you know, he's just saying, I'll get a quote from him. What do you think of Ronaldo or Messi? And Maradona's like, oh, I just need another drink. Yeah, they're the same. Fuck off, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think... gone into the press. Yeah, but I don't think journalists are... Ter- Terribly surprised to see Diego Maradona out on the town now. Well, exactly. Maybe they're going out there hunting for quotes. If I go out, I'll probably see Diego Maradona. Exactly. If I go to enough pubs, I will definitely bump into him. (laughs) Lovely old job. Um, Do you remember that time he uh, saw Peter Reid in Dubai? In Maradona, presumably. Peter Reid. Now, there's two drinking buddies, surely. You were better than me, weren't you? Talking about old times. Can't understand a word the other's saying, but still just getting on famously. Talking about one particular old time. (laughs) Uh, Reed's just happy to be involved in that. Yeah, definitely. I played my part in that. I was going to be in the hotel bar anyway, so this is a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Now then, let's go to Bundesliga. Uh, Bayern lost 1-0 at home to Augsburg. Four Mm. losses in a row. Crazy behaviour. Augsburg are doing better than you would think if you didn't follow German football. I think they're fifth in the table. Yeah, but still. Still, It was an own goal too, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure sure last season when they wrapped the league up pretty Mm. early on, they they struggled to maintain their performance levels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you would think, though, with the Champions League and German Cup final motivation, they should be treating these games as, as form, effectively. It's weird that they've slacked off so much when it doesn't count because it, it, surely it should count. Well, they got knocked out of the cup on pens, didn't they? Yeah. And then last season, oh, of course, and, yeah. the, and then last season they they were battered by Real Madrid, weren't they, Marcus, in the Champions League? They were. After they wrapped up a league and not mm. really had any sort of important games to play, That's which right. seemed to really hurt them. Bearing in mind, Guardiola took over when they were European champions. Yeah. And it looks like they well, they've been the first leg. They got battered yeah. by Barcelona. Well, I say battered. I mean, what three nil? What the first half that was? Yeah. Hey, Pep you thinking, usually talk about. I'm going to play a back three and play man to man with Neymar, Suarez, and Messi. What was he doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. It's like he's trying to prove too much. He's there, trying to be too it? clever, I think. Yeah. And and to be fair to him though, Bayern Munich have had some key players out. I mean, Robin, Ribery, Alaba. They're all out. They're important players for them. Play conservatively then. It's not, in his, it's not in his makeup, is well, it? Well, I, I, as somebody was saying to me earlier, I, I think he was trying to nick a goal and then be defensive. Mm. And Lewandowski should have perhaps scored. Although mm. Barcelona missed a hatful of chances in that game. We, we, I know we never talk about Champions League for obvious reasons, the way the show would come out mm. on a Monday or Tuesday and, and then it's played, of course. But we had to give that a mensch because mm. yeah. that was just wonderful stuff. But Pepper said today that he's um, going to be there next season. He's not he's definitely not moving. He said 200 I, million I, times. I told you 200 million times I'm going to be there next season. Yeah. Yeah. 200 million times. Do you times, think he's eh? just subtly naming a price for Man City? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd have to come up with 201 million reasons for me to go. <laughs> You're making sort of odd little hand gestures <laughs> <laughs> that only they understand. Uh, Lothar Mateus, though, the former Bayern man, criticised Guardiola, saying he's lost the dressing room after rotating his team so much. Dizzy? Mm. Um, but Maybe that's no. what their drills are, just <laughs> spin around in a circle till you feel dizzy. Dizzy yes. stick. Uh, oh, dizzy stick, lovely old job. Um, let's go to Italy. Like, can we talk about Sydney Sam being fired? Oh, of yeah. course, my giddy up. There's a new mate. sheriff in town, so apparently. Was, yeah, I think he just said, well, uh, Sydney Sam's going to win, win the mm. league alone. Yeah, I think I think when they said um, when they said he's going to be fired, he's not having his contract renewed in, in the <laughs> office. He just picked up his files and just went. Case closed. Sent us home. Don't need a team. Put his gun and his badge on the table. He works like, alone. Case yeah. closed. Yeah, yeah. He'll be a private detective kind of um, uh, footballer now. That'd yeah. be good. Just well, pick a hired gun. Gun for hire. Yeah. yeah. What's Kevin Prince Boateng going to do? R and B career. 
<laughs> could happen. But I mean, if I had, is it two players and put one on suspension? I think, I'm yeah, not sure, sure if they're... Three... T- like, they're under pressure. Dimitri's under pressure mm. and they just get rid of two of their players. I'm not sure if three of them are... One's suspended. One suspended so yeah, yeah. and two of the two they've cancelled their contract. But it's really vague oh, right, though, isn't it. it? What they've done, it just says it was something like a, a breach of loyalty was the reason mm. that was given. That could be absolutely anything. Oops. But I, I, I think I think I'd like to see a bit more of that. It's a bit more like I mean, it almost makes you unemployable as a mm. footballer. The, you know, your team can't flip in stand you. I think yeah. I think uh, <laughs> Kevin Prince Biotech has long been a bit of a wrong and yeah, really. A long, long John Rongan. He's a known Rongan. <laughs> Two things he's done that's pro- marked him out to be a Rongan. Missed mm. a penalty in the cup final for Portsmouth. Ah. <laughs> and then did that weird Michael Jackson dance at Milan. Yeah. Bad egg. Odd. Bad and egg. Then, and then was was satisfied at, inter- <clears throat> at international football when he just played in the World Cup. Yeah. So I don't, I'm, I'm done now. Yeah. yeah. Off the bucket list. <laughs> he was, wasn't it? Uh, let's go is, he, is he quit, is he leaving football in solidarity to his brother who got absolutely rinsed by Messi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's actually not. He's not. He's just taken a, a season of mourning. <laughs> oh dear! It's such a shame because yeah. Boateng's a great defender. Yeah. Maybe it's not even by choice. Just his own DNA is just just disturbed by it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't like to. I wouldn't like to criticise Boateng seriously for that because no. I mean, he did what he should have done with Messi. He showed him onto his right foot and. What else can you do? do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he got his answer. Yeah. The fact that he sort of fell over very slowly. Yeah, I don't think there's a human being in the planet that wouldn't have been rinsed by that. Mm. Have you seen the gif that's going around of Boateng just falling into a hole? <laughs> that's what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. The fact yeah. that like Neuer's like got a big old reach on him and he still can't get all of it. Oh yeah. yeah. You do hear about like uh, boxers having their career ended by like you know particularly concussive knockouts and stuff like that mm. they were never the same afterwards I wonder if it was the same for Berto <laughs> it's a career ending fucking skinning he sets up he, sets up, he just sits in the goal forever yeah, yeah. Mm. well Mikon's still getting over bail it's true he is yeah <laughs> my goodness uh, in Italy Lazio lost to Inter 2-1 uh, Hernanes scored both goals of course um, he's now an Inter player but uh, used to be a Lazio player Scored both goals. The game was played in Rome, uh, at home for, for Lazio. So Hernanes came out after and apologised for celebrating against his, his former team. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, I want to apologise... Now, we often talk about players not apologising against their former sides. Not celebrating. Uh, so, not celebrating, sorry, against their, their, their former sides and so on. And he... Uh, he did certainly celebrate, quite over-elaborately, mm. um, and it was at Lazio. It wasn't like it was in Milan when they were playing at home. This was away to the side who were very good to him and he had a good rapport with the fans and so on. So he said, I want to apologise to all the Lazio fans because if I'd have known beforehand that my somersault would be interpreted <laughs> as a lack of respect for you, I would never have done it. Um, we, had, we had someone on Twitter, James, got in touch with us on Twitter, <laughs> quoting Hernanes as saying... Yeah, well, he, he said, he went on to say, if you look closely, I didn't celebrate when I scored against you in San Siro. Well, well done. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't... I mean, that would have been justifiable. Then he said, I didn't celebrate when I scored the second goal yesterday and even the somersault was a sad somersault without any joy <laughs> yeah, James who got in touch on Twitter quoted Hernandez as saying it was the saddest backflip of my career <laughs> <laughs> a disrespectful I mean, somersault out of pure just How habit it? Like, there is no one on this planet who can somersault sadly it no. is an extremely joyous act yeah. Sidney Sam's sad somersault <laughs> Do you when, I, think, I think when Jerome Boateng um, in happier times yeah uh, was scored against Man City in the Champions League he ran in front of the bench and did a massive leap and fist pump in front of the bench <laughs> <laughs> that was that was completely. Uh, but I mean, yeah. There's there's no unless you were a you know, to sound a little bit unnecessary political. You know, a, a, an athlete in the Soviet Union that might be a sad somersault or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're sort of forced. But there's no. It's, it's no nonsense. Exactly. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, a lovely story from Italy that. Uh, 
came out recently, which some of you may have seen, was Coa uh, Bosco, um, a team way, way, way down uh, low in the uh, Italian football tier. A team made up entirely of African immigrants of one promotion to the bottom tier of the Italian league system. A rare positive Italian-based African immigrant story <laughs> yeah. of this year. Well, Jesus absolutely, Christ. Absolutely. Possibly the only one. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. yeah. No, well, I thought that was, was worth mentioning, you know, in light of recent events and so on. I mean, the team was formed in 2013 by a Catholic priest and is managed by, um, I think it's local Italians, and a number of players, they, they live in tents and adapted shipping containers at a government-run camp. So amazing, amazing story to, amazing for them yeah. to, uh, to get Absolutely. into the Italian league system. So uh, great stuff there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they can shoot up the leagues a la Wimbledon back in the day. Pete's game. Pete's game. It is time for Pete's Mystery Voice game and uh, I've got a bit of an apology to make because uh, last week I, I said that three people got the answer. Zim, oh, Zim, is, Zim, is this Illumsphere again? Uh, no, it's not Illumsphere again. Uh, three people got it right but I neglected to mention who those people were so congratulations to Andrew Slater, <laughs> Alexandru Merco and, or Merso maybe and uh, Brendan Bate as so, well. So just to you, get, this, get this right, we do a weekly competition. <laughs> last week, Brendan Barte, actually. three people won it. You didn't say the winners' names and none of us noticed. Yeah, but no, that's yeah exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, that's how much we switch <laughs> up. <laughs> You do this. It's a tight ship. <laughs> you're, only, you're only as good as your producers, aren't you? Yeah, so. what a tight ship <laughs> yeah. around here. Uh, this week, uh, this was uh, last week's um, noise. Um, Alan was coaching on his own um, when, the, when the manager came in. And and a lot of people got involved and uh, precisely six people got it right. Was it, an election, was it an election special? Well, yeah, no, it was no, unrelated wasn't. to the election. Okay. It was uh, uh, The answer was the uh, dulcet Charlie tones of David Reiner Unsworth. Oh, uh, nice. Just, just, just had his um, record for most goals scored in the Premier League by a defender taken by John Terry. I imagine this will be salved to his wounds. <laughs> Congratulations to Paul Barrett, uh, Neil Gaskell, uh, Stephen Scott, Warren Doyle and Joe Bird uh, for getting involved. You've all got it right. D- Dan Brunskill, you uh, got it right first. So, well done. Show. All, all on the same day as well, May the 6th. Mm-hmm. Well done. May the 6th be with you. That <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the 6th. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got now then, Peatles? What do you mean, what have we got this now, week's Peter? Mystery oh, voice. this week's, oh yeah, this, yeah, <laughs> God, this week's, oh, there's a lot of admin to get through yeah. Pete's Mystery Voice game this week. Stepping up to the role of producer there, <laughs> as well as Anchorman. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's this. I'm Pamon. If you know who that is, voice at the football ramble.com and you know, just write it in the subject line. Make it easy for me, don't misspell it, and then you can't be crybabies if, if you get it wrong. If you're really lucky and get it right, people yeah. won't read your name. Yeah. <laughs> he may or may not yeah. say read your name out if you get it him, right. Meet him halfway and he won't turn up. Everyone's <laughs> friend of the ramble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we have a website roundup? Yes, it's time for the uh, always excellent Kelly Wells' slot, mm. um, done by proxy uh, by me. On the website this week, uh, <laughs> proxy proxy. Lionel Messi's greatest achievement in football to date was an assist from Mark Lawrenson. Uh, exclusive coverage of Nigel Pearson's PR advice to John Carver and family, mm. and uh, last but by no means least, the story that allowed Kelly to legitimately and accurately use the following office quote as a headline: "You headbutt a girl and you're labelled a prat," <laughs> <laughs> and that's the game. <laughs> so make sure you check that out at thefootballramble.com <laughs> Show us some highlights of the week we I think sh- we shall yeah, Can you feel for a bit because I've got to go into another part of my phone to shall, I, shall I give you my highlight of the week yeah, uh, I played for a football team called Perfidious Album and we got a what Luke would probably call a shellacking Yeah Easily, um, easily um, north of ten at nil. It was thirteen nil. Well, I, I don't know. You told Pe- us earlier it was. 13 I said it was thirteen nil. People reckoned it was uh, wasn't even that high. It certainly felt like a, a thirteen nil to me. It was that me. bad that you lost count. Yeah, I wow. I went in goal first half, let in three. Not a good half. <laughs> Either way, um, uh, so it all finishes, and one uh, of the opposing um, players comes up to me, and goes, and shakes my hand as you do, and he goes, uh, "Love the ramble," which really does. Did you tell him to f off? Hit it home. <laughs> 
Readers, you, you, there uh, goes your chance of anonymity around that football game. Exactly. <laughs> Could have got away with it yeah. if it wasn't for you pesky oppositions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Moore. Thanks for filling in for me, Pete. Appreciate mm. it. Um, this is from Joel Gleesher first up. Are we touching it a little bit earlier? So, Joey Barton saying there are bad eggs in the dressing room without a trace of sarcasm in his voice. Obviously, I'm, I'm aware of the irony there. Um, Sam Waller, so this is a good one. He says, my highlight of the week is the best man's speech at my mate Rob's wedding, who was a huge Newcastle fan. At the end, messages from friends who couldn't make the big day were played, ending with a surprise video from one Peter Beardsley. Wow. Rob's all-time favourite footballer. Subtitled. Apparently, upon being contacted to do a short clip for the happy couple, Peter asked for some extra info so he could personalise his message. Cue a five-minute speech, calling him out for being rubbish in the air for a big man, but praising his left-footedness and declaring that he could have a chance in the modern game despite being 29. <laughs> oh. A truly lovely gesture from a real gentleman of the game. Oh, that's Peter Beardsley, the, the stories we got on this show yeah, about yeah. Peter Busy are always great. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have we got here? Oh, Ewan Kelly's got a fantastic big shop update. Mm. I mean, I'll caveat it by questioning whether it's true or not, but it's getting in there anyway because it made me laugh. Um, he said, My dad was spending his Sunday the same way any self respecting man does, executing a fine big shop for the week. While selecting a loaf, a staple of any big shop, he heard the following conversation from the other side of the aisle Mum, this is boring. Can we get a move on? I want to go home. Mum, shut up, Sean, or I won't iron your tracksuit for court tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Needless to say, my dad set a PV running the length of the baked goods section to see who delivered such a line, (laughs) only to be aghast to find out that Sean was about 25 years old. Um, And finally, uh, we got a a rare show without a mention of Louis Van Gaal. I'm yeah. going to change that. Uh-huh. Mark Ridley says, Louis Van House clipboard showing a picture of a bottle of red wine. Did you see that? that I did see mm. that. That's wonderful. But I think wonderful. that might be because the team sheet was sponsored by a red wine. A bottle it of very red much wine. looked like a, an order sheet for, uh, you know, a, a swanky... Um, oh, well, maybe a it's a programme. vintage kind of thing. Yeah, was maybe. it a programme or something? It looked funny anyway. Okay. Yeah, it looked funny. Yeah. Was, whatever it was... Yeah. There was a, a bottle of wine involved. Yeah. Whatever it was, he'll have, he'll, have a, he'll have a bottle of red wine. No, no less than any other Manchester United uh, <laughs> yes. manager. Let's so no less. <laughs> it, keeping up the tradition. Mm. Yeah, that exactly. seems to be the only tradition. Red wine, the red wine devils. Up. Yes, exactly. Maybe it's Ferguson's own... And brew. Mm. The theatre of grapes. Ferguson's home brew. Imagine what that's like. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Uh, what's happening on Absolute Radio this weekend? Oh, loads of stuff. In the Barclays Premier League, there's going to be a bit of football happening, and I do believe we've got uh, Sunderland going to be doing a little bit of football. I can't remember who they're playing. Does anyone know who Sunderland are playing this weekend? Are you commentating on that? Are you just yeah. going to go, oh, God, God, God. Bothered. Oh, this is rubbish. Can't last bother, guys. It's, it's Sunderland versus Leicester. Last time I criticised the pick of a Sunderland game, it was the greatest game of all time. Exactly. Exactly, so the greatest game of all time will be uh, kicking off at three o'clock this Saturday afternoon. On back and, um, yeah. There you are. If you want to get in touch with us, the email is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And of course, the website where the always excellent Kelly Wells operates is thefootballramble.com. It is. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Lucals. Uh, Go fuck yourselves. Say goodbye, Pete. Unnecessary, but goodbye. Yeah, and uh, one of them from me. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.